Hello and how are you? This is Alice Munyo coming to you from Total Health Academy. Our topic today, we're going to jump right in. Our topic today is osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis is inflammation of the bone, the joint, and so it goes deep down to the bone. Uh, osteoarthritis is the most common form of arthritis. It affects millions allowed the world and it occurs um, when the protective cartridge, the one that cushions the the edge of bones at the joint, wears off over time. Uh, when that happens, the bone starts rubbing on bone and it causes pain. So although osteoarthritis can damage any joint, uh, most of the joints you see that are affected are the ones in the hands, the knees, the hips, and the spine. Osteoarthritis symptoms, uh, they usually um, come gradually over time, over many years, and um, even though there is no cure for this disease, and when I say that, I say that with a grain of salt, because if you have listened to me, um, the medical science says that osteoarthritis can usually be managed, although according to science, there is no cure. And that's where I stop and I take a pause and I say that if you have listened to me over the years, you will know that I don't believe that. I believe that every disease can be cured. But before you can be cured, you have to know what is causing the problem. So if you know what the root cause is, you absolutely can heal. Now, it may take time because it, uh, this, this is not a disease that comes on overnight. It takes many years to come on, but it can take some time to be healed. But you, if you talk to me, I can put you on the right path to healing. There is something we need to do. We need to find the root cause, and then I will give you some uh, lifestyle changes to apply to your life, and you can be on the path to healing and I do believe that you can be healed and for most people they think when they call me they are expecting me to give them um, something <laughs> you know like a medicine or a vitamin or recommend some kind of food to eat and they are very very surprised that I don't do that but there is something that you need to do and that is not information that is well understood by many people so I would say at the end of this podcast, you would have to call me so we can talk about what is causing your disease, what is causing your osteoarthritis. Now, the symptoms of this disease, like I say, they develop slowly and they worsen over time. Pain is one of them. Pain when you're moving, when somebody is using the joint to either move, do work or walk. Stiffness uponing upon waking up in the morning or prolonged sitting. Tenderness, when uh, pressure is applied to the joint. Loss of flexibility, that is limited range of motion. So it really does affect how somebody walks or how they do work because it hurts when they try to do any kind of work. 
Other symptoms you might see with osteoarthritis is grating sensation. You feel like you're rubbing, um, the joint is rubbing on sad, but that's the grating of the bones. Uh, sometimes people may hear that, like a clackling sound or a popping sound. Uh, the other thing we see, and this you can only see on uh, x-rays or other diagnostic imaging, is bone spurs. Uh, bone spurs develop as a part of inflammation, when you see bone spurs, that is caused by inflammation. That means the bones are on fire and the inflammatory system, which is the way the body heals itself, is trying to heal the bone. But because there is something wrong, it ends up building like extra um, masses on the bone. And that's what causes the bone spurs. And they actually go on to cause more problems because sometimes they, they can kind of join with other bones or poke through the skin and they just cause a lot of pain. And when you look at it on x-ray, uh, it doesn't look good. And the other thing you might see on the joint is swelling. So all those are signs of inflammation. The five cardinal signs of inflammation is pain, swelling, sometimes tenderness, sometimes heat, and loss of function. But this does not come overnight. It takes years and years to develop. So this is, and I, and I actually like uh, diseases like that because it means that they can also be healed. And if we understood, like maybe if you listen to this podcast before uh, the disease has enough time to do a lot of damage on your joint, you can stop it yeah and that's a good thing that is absolutely a good thing risk factors of osteoarthritis according to textbook it says old age and i always anytime i see old age even though this disease affects older folk i always don't believe that because it's not every old person that has the disease Yes, it affects people as they get older, but that's because it takes years and years to develop. So by the time people start showing any signs and symptoms like pain, being unable to move, uh, swelling, uh, joint damage, you know, they are a little older. So some people think old age is the cause, but it's not. It is something else. Uh, women, sex, um, gender. Women are affected more than men. Uh, that one I can believe, but um, it's not the hormones. So don't jump into the hormones. It's not the hormones. But if you think it is the hormones, then there is, a, there is also a root cause as to why the hormones are causing joint problems. Obesity is another risk factor. This one is true. Extra weight can uh, put stress on a joint but obesity by itself is a sign of inflammation. Some people think that obesity is caused by eating too much food and little exercise, but that is not true. Obesity is very complex. There are people who exercise, people who eat healthy, and yet they are still obese. Now, if you see that happening, that person is suffering from inflammation. It's very, very complex. So, but it is nevertheless a risk factor for osteoarthritis. Um, another one that you might see is joint injury. Say a joint, 
a joint gets injured and it doesn't heal properly. A repeated stress to a joint can cause osteoarthritis. Another risk factor is genetics. When you see people of the same family being um, diagnosed with osteoarthritis, say the mom had osteoarthritis, the daughter now has osteoarthritis, the grandma had osteoarthritis, or even a dad, uh, that means there is something uh, called genetics that is traveling in the bloodline. And actually, there is a cause for that because all diseases are epigenetic. They um, come from outside the genes, and um, you will see that happening. I don't know why my door keeps opening. I keep locking it, and it keeps opening. So just um, forgive me for that disruption. I just locked it so it, it won't keep opening. Anyway, another risk factor for this disease is uh, bone deformity. Say somebody is born with um, a deformity of sorts, maybe one leg is shorter than the other one, and they end up putting too much stress on the joint that is either weak, uh, that can cause, cause osteoarthritis. Um, another risk factor is metabolic syndrome. Uh, metabolic syndrome is where you have a condition that affects the metabolic system, which uh, a disease like diabetes is one of them. Um, that is a metabolic syn syndrome. And uh, actually, if you have a complete metabolic syndrome, is where you have high uh, cholesterol, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and obesity. That is a metabolic syndrome. That will also cause joint inflammation, and it can also go on to cause osteoarthritis. Um, another metabolic condition that is seen is called hemochromatosis. Hemochromatosis is where a person has, or they're making too much iron, or they are absorbing too much iron from food, but I, I kind of tend to think it's the other way around. They are making too much iron. Their liver is making too much iron. That's why it's called a metabolic syndrome. So that can go on to affect the joint because they already have an inflammatory syndrome going on in their body. Now, how do we diagnose this problem? Diagnosis is usually when you have um, like this kind of pain, a pain that doesn't go away. And I told you what the symptoms are, uh, stiffness upon waking up or prolonged sitting, uh, joint pain, and um, it keeps coming back. So it's chronic. Somebody will either go to the doctor to see if they can get uh, something to help with the pain. And the doctor will do a physical exam. They will look for tenderness. They will press on the joint, looking for that kind of pain, uh, some tenderness. They will look at the joint to see if the joint has swelling, uh, if there is um, redness on the skin, and the flexibility of the joint. So that is the physical exam. Usually, all these tenderness, swelling, redness, flexibility, or lack thereof are signs of uh, inflammation. So the doctor may do an x-ray, and um, even though we can see bones pass on the x-ray, we may not be able to see the cartridge, which is actually the part that is affected. The cartridge is the one that is affected. 
The cartridge is um, a spodge layer that kind of goes between two joints. So um, somebody is able to move effortlessly. Um, the joint has motion, uh, is able to bend, um, um, and, and it's more flexible, you know. It's able to move and bend without uh, causing pain. So the, the cartridge, we cannot see the cartridge on x-ray, but we can see whether the, the, um, is, uh, the cartridge has narrowing or whether it's thinning between the joints. And that's how we know that somebody has inflammation. That's how we know that they have osteoarthritis. So an x-ray can show that. It can also show if the bone is damaged, if the bone has bone spars, or if the bone itself, the joint, is damaged if it's rubbing against the other bone. So that's what x-ray does. Um, the doctor would definitely be able to do a diagnosis from just a physical exam and an x-ray. Uh, but sometimes uh, if we want more clear pictures and to see how much damage has been done to the joint, we may do an MRI. MRI is magnetic risk resonance imaging which uses high-powered um, electromagnetic energy to make pictures of the joint and with that we can see how the cartridge is affected uh, what damage is done we can see more clear pictures so MRI is not commonly needed to do the diagnosis for osteoarthritis and of course it's a little bit more expensive but if your doctor wants to know how complex the joint damage is, they can do it. Uh, blood test is not really needed, but sometimes we like to do a blood test just to see if there are any other conditions going on that could be causing uh, pain in the joint, like lupus or rheumatoid arthritis or another um, inflammatory condition going on so we may want to do um, blood tests but basically it's not needed to do a diagnosis of osteoarthritis um, sometimes when the doctors want to get more sophisticated they may and especially if there's a swelling allowed the joint they may do a joint fluid analysis it's not needed but if they suspect there could be an infection they might do that if they suspect somebody has another type of um, arthritis like gout arthritis they might do that fluid analysis now treatment According to medical, the medical industry, osteoarthritis cannot be fast. But you know, I'm, I'm telling you, take that with a grain of salt because it can. It's only that most people do not know what is causing the inflammation. And that is what, why I am making this video. That is what I help people with. I help them do a root cause analysis on osteoarthritis or any other um, inflammatory disorders. And most of the time we are able to narrow it and it's not food and it's not lack of exercise. Okay, um, so how do we treat this problem? Even though the medical industry says that the, the, the condition cannot be reversed and it cannot be uh, cured, they do have pain management and other to improve pain and also maintain um, 
the joint function uh, so somebody can be able to move a little bit better. So they do. They tell people to be active, even though um, people have pain when they move the joint, to not be sitting for too long and to, to be a little bit active. They also say maintain a healthy weight. Um, and then uh, the, the healthy weight will kind of slow down the progression of the disease, which it's true because, like I said before, um, P obesity is a sign of inflammation. So obviously, if you're losing weight, hopefully you're putting in place lifestyle changes and those are helping the inflammation as well. Uh, and it also improves pain when people lose weight because then you're not putting too much stress on the joint. Um, other things we could do is medication to treat the pain. Normally, we don't give the heavy haters, but we might treat this pain with Tylenol, acetaminophen. Uh, some countries call this paracetamol. Other countries call it Panadol. It's Tylenol. Uh, the generic name, or yeah, the generic name is acetaminophen. Um, we might also treat people with non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And in short, we call them NSAIDs. Those are the Advil, Motrin's, Naproxen, Aleve. Uh, they do cause stomach upset, so it's not good to take them often. It's not good to take them for a long time. They can cause uh, cardiovascular problems. Those are heart problems. They can cause bleeding problems. They can cause liver problems. And so is Tylenol. So, and remember now, this condition does not have a cure, according to the medical industry. So how will you um, get over the pain? And you have to take pain for many uh, pain medication for many years. So that is a caution. Tylenol can upset, um, cause liver damage. And so is the NSAIDs, uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. But the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, they work a little bit better. As you can hear, they are anti-inflammatory drugs. So they kind of curb the inflammation, so they relieve the pain a little bit better than Tylenol, I would say. But they have more side effects. They can cause stomach upset. They actually can cause um, stomach ulcers. They can cause heart problems. They can cause bleeding problems. They can cause liver problems and kidney problems kidney damage. Nobody wants that. That's why you need to get in touch with me so we can figure out why you're getting sick with inflammation of the joints. Um, so anyway, um, if that doesn't work, some doctors will go into um, other drugs that are not really indicated for pain, but they work just as good. Um, Sebota is one of the drugs that we use, and we have other uh, drugs that we use for depression that we can uh, and depression and anxiety that we can use to treat chronic pain. Um, Sebota is one of them. There are others like Advil. Is it Advil? No, it's not Advil. Yeah, I think it is Advil, but it's used for um, chronic anxiety. 
It's not Advil. And I cannot remember the name of it. But anyway, don't worry. It's Elavil. That's why, <laughs> you know, I'm getting confused here with the drugs. Because I, I, I didn't put that in my notes. So, um, it's, um, yeah, it is Elavil. You know, Elavil, Advil, they kind of sound like the same, don't they? Uh, so Advil is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Elavil is anti-anxiety. And a small dose of it actually works. They say it works for chronic pain. Uh, sometimes the patients will tell you that it's really not doing anything um, for that pain. But, you know, what do you do when you have chronic pain and you have to treat it? Uh, there's another drug, and I did not have it uh, with me. Um, we also use it a lot for chronic pain, uh, and, and uh, for, for, forgive me, but ask your doctor, you know, some of the drugs that we use for depression um, that can help with uh, chronic pain. Uh, other things we could do is uh, physical therapy. Uh, physical therapy has been shown to improve uh, function of the joint. Uh, it reduces swelling. Um, and these are gentle, regular gentle exercises like swimming, walking. Um, they improve flexibility. They also improve pain. Occupational therapy is another one that we use to help people with um, finding ways to do regular tasks without putting too much stress on the joint, like uh, how to get dressed without maybe bending too much. Um, so they give you adaptive equipment uh, to use. They might give you a shower chair so you can sit in the shower instead of standing up. Um, they might give you adaptive spoons and other tools to use. So, you know, people who have osteoarthritis of the hands, sometimes it hurts to even eat. So they might give you like an adaptive uh, spoon that will, will not be causing too much stress on the hand that is affected. Uh, they might also do like um, transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation. This is where they try to distract the nerves from sensing pain. And they do uh, like a low voltage electrical current. They pass it through. The, these things are called, um, the uh, scientific name for it is TENS, transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, TENS. T-E-N-S. So, and it kind of relieves the pain, but, you know, the pain will be back. Once the nerve is distracted enough and you take off the tenth, the, the pain will come back. Now, other things that the doctor could do is um, do like uh, cortisol injection. Now, cortisol is a steroid. Um, steroids are anti-inflammatory also. So they might do a cortisol injection into the joint to relieve some of the pain because it's anti-inflammatory. And what we are trying to do is um, curb the signs and symptoms of inflammation. So the cortisone injection, they are given like two to three times a year. You cannot get more than that. They are not recommended to be used often. And so you can only get one like every three to four months. And they help with the pain for a few weeks. 
and then the pain comes back. Plus, it's not good to keep getting those injections because they do have severe side effects. Cortisone always has side effects. Now, doctors might go a little a step further and do injection, like rubrication injections. Uh, they might use something we call a hyaluronic acid, hyaluronic acid injection. Um, they, 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 they inject like it's almost like a cushioning they inject into the joint to kind of cushion and help the, the bones grind a little easier. Um, some researchers say that it doesn't help from the research they have said, they say it does not help. And I have never met anybody who says that it helps plus. Um, and hyaluronic acid is something that your body is supposed to naturally make it. But because um, the affected people have inflammation, their joint is now making this um, uh, uh, rubrication to help the joint. So you get something that is made in the lab that is artificially made to come and do the work that the body is supposed to do. But... It doesn't work as good. But if you would like to try it, you can talk with your doctor about it. Now, the next step to help this problem is trying uh, to do surgery. So two surgical procedures they do for osteoarthritis is uh, realigning the bones. Um, they might, your doctor might uh, place like a wedge. It's like a wedge between um, the two joints. Um, realigning the bones. Let me see. If osteoarthritis has damaged one side of your knee more than the other, uh, it, it, this procedure is called osteotomy. It is called osteotomy. So your doctor might do uh, osteotomy. This is a surgeon who is doing this where they place like, they cut the bone and they place like a wedge between the bones. I have never met anybody who has had that procedure done, so I don't know for sure how it works, um, but it can be done. So talk to your doctor about it. The one that I know that we mostly do is joint replacement surgery. So with joint replacement surgery, the um, surgeon will remove the diseased joint and uh, use either metal or plastic to make you another joint. And that one, I have met many people who have had a procedure like that done of the knees. And some people, um, they do. If it's done uh, properly, they move on to live a pretty uh, pain-free life. So it's not a bad idea, but I am not a fan of surgeries at all. So I try to, um, if people can understand what I'm saying, I try to help people so they don't get to, um, to surgical, to having surgical procedures where they are having their joints replaced with um, a metal joint or a plastic joint. Although it can be done, and if it can be done and help with the pain, well, that's okay. The only problem is you're still not getting to the root of the inflammation. And the inflammation is still there. And now it will just move on to another place. So we are still not dealing with the inflammation. We are just treating the symptoms. That's the only um, problem I have with that. 
um so we talked about surgical procedures now we can briefly touch on lifestyle and home remedies so these we talked about exercise we talked about uh, weight loss um some people do movement therapies but i would caution people on that like tai chi uh, yoga acupuncture uh, i will caution you from doing that and i'm saying that for a reason because that is a spiritual practice and sometimes you might do those things and get yourself into a lot of uh spiritual <laughs> problems anyway but if that is your spiritual path go right ahead do it but i still don't think it's gonna get to the root of information especially if it's in the genetics if it's in the family bloodline uh doing acupuncture doing yoga doing tai chi is not gonna go that far but it might help with the mind body you know connection coming down those kind of things it might help with that but i don't think it's gonna get to the root cause if the problem is in the genes so that's a spiritual practice hint hint now you probably know what is causing the problem so let's briefly talk about what causes this problem according to textbook the cause um and this is actually my favorite part to talk about because i like talking about root causes of diseases but i'm not gonna go all the way i'm just gonna hint at what could be the problem um osteoarthritis occurs when the cartridge like i said before that cushion that at the end of uh, both bones you know because it's happening in the joint the cushion that separates one bone from another gets um gradually gets worn out thinned out and the co- the problem that's causing the thinning is inflammation so that cartridge usually it's very it's firm is um um slippery tissue that allows the joint to um move um uh, without a lot of friction so it uh, the joints can move and and grind um easily as a person walks or a, a person does walk so when this cartridge wears down if it wears down completely the two bones start to rub on each other and that is what causes the the pain because it's friction bone against bone so osteoarthritis have often been referred to as a wear and tear disease but just because it's a wear and tear disease there is something that is causing it this inflammation that is wearing the cartridge and tearing the cartridge down has a root cause but and it affects normally when somebody has osteoarthritis it will affect the whole joint because it's inflammation and inflammation means fire there is a fire burning in the joint that fire affects the connective tissue it affects the cartridge the connective tissue is like the tendons it affects the tendons it affects the cartridge it affects the muscle and it affects the bone so it is bone deep so now if it's doing all that there is a root cause 
and the root cause is the fire. And I'm going to leave it there. If you want to know what is causing the fire to burn and how we can put out this fire so you can be on the road to healing, that's where you would have to get in touch with me and we can talk about information. Information comes from the word flame. And frame comes from the word fire. So there is a fire burning in your joint. And it has gone all the way down to the bone. Um, there are about, I would say about 90 to 95% of all chronic diseases are caused by inflammation. And there are different types of arthritis. I did not mention that. Uh, I say the most common is osteoarthritis. There is also gout arthritis. There is juvenile arthritis. There is rheumatoid arthritis. And there is psoriatic arthritis. And they are all, all of them, caused by inflammation. Sometimes it's different types of inflammation, like rheumatoid arthritis is caused by auto-inflammation. This is where the body is attacking itself. Um... Osteoarthritis is a little different. It's not caused by autoimmune or autoimmune uh, disorder. It's not caused by autoantibodies. The antibodies in rheumatoid arthritis attack healthy joints. In osteoarthritis, it's a wear and tear. So this is happening over many, many years. And there is something that's causing it. And th that is something we're going to talk about when you get in touch with me. Now, how do you get in touch with me? Um, eventually, I will get my website together. And I'll just give you the name of my website. And you can get in touch with me. Right now, I do not have that. But there is still a way that you can get in touch with me. You can go on Facebook and inbox me. My name is Alice Monua. You will find me very, very easily because my name is now very common. And I think I'm the only Alice Munua who talks about health. So if you go on Facebook, I get my messages every single day. I look on Facebook messages every single day. If you can't get on Facebook, you can email me. And I have to tell you that I do not check my email very often. I check my email maybe once a week. And even that might not happen. You know, my email is Alice Monua, A-L-I-C-E-M-U-N-Y-U-A at hotmail.com. And that is my contact. And God bless you. And I pray that I have said something that can help you. Thank you.